This episode of the Aqua Minority is brought to you by GoDaddy. Whether you have a new idea or established business, the key to success online starts with a great donor name. Because we love you, Aqua Misfits, we want to give you 30% off your order. So go to trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority and start ruling the internet. Again, that's trygodaddy.com backslash Aqua Minority. Say 30%. Now let's start the show. All right. Ready. Welcome to the Aqua Minority Podcast, episode 73. I am one of your hosts, Jesus Shuttlesworth, a.k.a. Star-Lord, and with me, back from her resting bed. Shout out to Loda Darla, her loving bed. But back from her resting bed, we have the beautiful Lady Godiva. Hey, everyone. How you doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm feeling amazing. We both bat like cook crack, you know. One week I was sick, then the next week you were sick. Man, I was like, man, I was like, we just can't, we just can't get it together. I know they they really didn't want us to record, huh? Right the the devil the devil was trying to keep us from being in the studio, but we went to shake the devil off us because it would be no hateration in this in this dancery. It would be none of that in this dancery tonight. The devil can't stop us, man. Family affair. <laughs> exactly. Yep. This is totally you do we ever tell the podcast about how bad I beat you in Connect Four? Uh, <laughs> Ain't no no, nah, don't look look don't try to play. I, I dusted you. Not only did I dust you, I dusted you and Janelle. Man, I clean I cleaned y'all up. I cleaned y'all. I don't know now we ever told y'all. We have went to what we went to like what was what's the place called? Um, fun land. Fun land. It was fun because I was kicking that ass. I cleaned both of them. I cleaned Janelle and and Lady Godiva up real smooth. Like <laughs> Jacob would Jacob would have got it too, but Jacob Jacob was busy too busy like doing the bumper cars or something. Right. It was fun though. Yeah, but that movie because we can yo. Why, I love how like we tried to volunteer Patricia to be a babysitter that night, and then she didn't even show up on time, so we couldn't even go to the movie anyway. That was pretty funny. Like we were just gonna make her be the babysitter. But anyway, the reason I bring that up is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is on Netflix right now, and I'm so excited. Like it's the greatest day ever. You got the some great outcasts. They are the they are the Arkham they are the Arkham misfits of the of the Marvel universe. Wow, they are the best. So yeah, when y'all get a chance, make sure I check that on out because that is one of my. They are one of my fa- one of my favorite comics is Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a very good movie. I'm gonna make sure I watch that after the podcast. We couldn't see it right. The I wanted to see it that weekend it came out, but we couldn't get a babysitter, and I was really bummed. But I was really happy. I was still kicking y'all ass in that connect for y'all. Didn't even win one game. Y'all suck. Y'all trash. But anyway. <laughs> I also, I also want to give a shout out to the University of Georgia, going to the Rose Bowl. But that ain't, but that ain't even what this is about. They didn't even what this is about. It ain't even about the Rose Bowl. I think that because we sent them, because before we put out the our latest creativity owns the, I mean, creativity owns the night video, mm-hmm. the vanilla one we sent to the University of Georgia and like they got they played in like film class or whatever. So I think that brought them good luck. So you know, y'all welcome. Shout out to the home that's team. Awesome. Yeah, that's real awesome. So they're going into the Rose Bowl. They're going to kick some 
Oklahoma ads, but we well, we won't talk sports on this podcast, so we're gonna leave that for another day. I'll say that for Twitter. Um, I got you got you kind of got me hooked on Once Upon a Time. Yeah, I told you it would be good. <laughs> Even though it's been out forever, but um, my sister told me about it. She's like, "Come watch it." I'm like, I don't know. I'm not into series like that. And uh, I was like, "Okay, fine. I'll be open-minded." And <laughs> I gave it a chance. And next thing you know, I got you hooked onto it. <laughs> Man, I was, I was like, okay, because. Normally, Lady Godiva don't try to put me up on nothing. I'm always putting her up on shows. So when she said it was good, I was like, okay, cool. Which is funny because a lot of people think like I like nothing but like super high levels of sophistication. Which is I like. I, which this show is good, but I'm not talking about this show in general. I'm talking about like I like like I was talking to this one dude, this one teenager, or whatever. Uh, well, actually, me it was it was like this. It's really weird. Like it was like a 38 year old, and then me, and then like a super teenager. He was like 16. So the 38 year old was like, you know, I don't listen to rap music nowadays. I just like Tupac and Biggie, right? Cool. So he goes. He was talking about when he used to live somewhere. I forgot what he said. He used to live. He said this black dude used to drive a Camaro, and he, you know, he used to always have his top down, and he used to always play some song, and like he'd be coming back from the club, he'd be playing some song, like I'm a, you know. I be I only fuck white bitches. I only fuck white bitches or something. And I'm like, wait a minute. Are you talking about I'm a fuck a white bitch? I'm a fuck a white bitch. <laughs> Yo, this is that is from one of the funny Miss March. I know like people probably like, damn, you watch Miss March. Miss March is a funny ass slap knee comedy. Like in the movie, I'm like, why would, first of all, why would the dude be playing that song? Because the song literally is I'ma fuck a white bitch. I'ma fuck a white bitch. I'ma fuck a white bitch. That's the whole song. Cause it's a joke song. It's a, it's song by Craig David or Craig Robinson. You know, from, you know, Craig Robinson. Everybody know Craig Robinson. Everybody's favorite lovable black teddy bear. So. In the movie, he plays this dropout rapper that goes to the, that, you know, they be hanging around. I hated that. In high school, man, I wanted to fight those dudes. They always be hanging around the high school, trying to pick up on the college, on the high school girls. Like, you're a grown ass man, go home. <laughs> but anyway, so he was one of those dudes. I think it's like MC Peg or some shit, his name was. And he had this song called I'm a Fuck a White Bitch. But what made the song so fucking funny is that his friend, his friend, the dude, the little nerd dude was like, oh, he told the little nerd dude, I'm going to take you to meet. You can go to the prom with my girls or whatever. And I'm, I'm going to go too. So he pulled up to the nerd dude's house. The nerd is standing outside with his parents, right? They're like trying to see him off. He's standing outside with the nerd, you know, his parents and the little, and the girl. So he pulls up in the limousine and guess what he's playing? playing that song. I'm a fucking white bitch. I'm a fucking white bitch. I'm a fucking white. Hella. It's hella loud. Like, he rolled down, he rolled down, like, the sunroof, and, like, a white girl comes out of it, and then she spits, then she, like, spits some white stuff out, some white stuff out of her mouth across the top of the car. The top of the Already roof. Then. Right? So, it's like, that, that movie is funny. It's like, that movie is funny. Like, that, that, if you, if you could put a, if you could put apart your sophisticate, cause I, you, you do got to put apart your put apart your sophistication. But the movie is about this dude who basically in high school that because that night he was going to have sex with this one girl. He was excited for it. You know he a nerd. He, he you know girls don't have sex with him or whatever. So he's excited for it. Mm-hmm. 
So the time comes and like he's drunk and she's drunk, but he ends up slipping and fall. He ends up slipping on something and falling down the steps and but and bumps, you know, busts his head open, not dies or nothing, but you know, get a concussion. So he ends up falling into, yeah, he in, he end up falling into a coma. Yeah, so he so he wakes up. I think he wakes up like six. He wakes up six years later or four years later. Four years later, I'm, he ends up. He wakes up four years later and find out the girl he was gonna have sex with or whatever. She's like a a Playboy model now. Whoa. Yeah. So like, it's I'm not gonna spoil the movie, but you know he tried to go, he tried to reconnect with her. I'm not gonna spoil the movie for y'all. It's it's a good movie. I'm a fuck a white the bitch. The, the name of the movie is Miss March. Oh, okay. If you enjoy, man, that movie is man, that movie is funny. Like that movie's funny, and Sausage Party is funny. Okay. But but it's not for kids. Sausage Party is not for kids. <laughs> so many people. Because like so, if you see the if you see the trailer for Sausage Party, you'll think it is because it's about it's a comedy told from the story of like. Supermarket foods. Oh, it's that they they advertised that a while ago. It's like a cartoon animated one. Yeah, it's like oh, okay. it's like it's like three D. It's like three D cartoon or whatever. Some oh, man, <laughs> that shit is so crazy. It they got orgies, man. They got orgies going on in it. Like the the food is having orgies. The douche, the douche bag, the douche is a douche in on in the movie. He was like, wow. yeah, I'm gonna be all up in that pussy tonight. Da, da, da. He was like a douche. And like the hot dog bun was played by the hot dog bun was a woman and the hot dog was Seth Rogan. He was like, man, I can't wait for us to be, I can't wait to be inside you. I just can't wait to be inside you. <laughs> she was like, I, I just can't wait either. I just can't, I can't, I can't wait at all. Like if, like the whole grocery store, sausage party is lit. I don't care. It's it's immature. So if you could, like I said again, if you could put it just put aside the immature shit, like you gotta you gotta go into it like okay, this is gonna be dumb as fuck. Cause if you go into it thinking you about to see some highbrow shit, you're gonna be sadly mistaken because this is some low brow this is some bro, this is a bro movie. That is a bro movie. <laughs> okay, okay, so alright. We have to talk about Once Upon a Time. Please tell the people about what Once Upon a Time is about in case they haven't seen it yet. Okay, so um, Once Upon a Time is a series. It's like, I want to say seven seasons full of um, Disney characters, like the princesses and princes or whatever, and they're in real life um, form. It's not animated. So they are in two different dimensions and in one dimension they're in the enchanted forest and the other one is their curse which sends them to the real world where we're at and um it's pretty cool like like you said if you open your mind to stuff um if you really look between and read between the lines it kind of ruins everything that you you know you knew about the disney characters <laughs> When we were growing up, but um, I think I I like the twist uh, of how they're all connected and um, they they work together to try to break this curse and it's it's really cool. Um, the the thing that kind of makes you feel like it's real is how they're stuck in two different dimensions and 
um, I've, they're doing one thing in one dimension, they're doing the same thing in the other, but they're like dressed in two different, um, you know, like they're in two different eras. And it kind of makes you feel like, hey, has, does this really happen? <laughs> Do we have a fake reality? <laughs> So it's pretty cool. That show, that show is going to ruin your childhood. Like Snow White, man. First of all, (laughs) the genie. I am. Well, it's not. This the first season. The first season. None. All the things that happened in the first season. I'm about to say plays no part into the actual arcing of the first season because I'm in the middle of the second season because each each season is like 22 episodes. So that's that's an hour each. But they got Hansel and Gretel. They got, I just, I just met Captain Hook on the show. Captain Hook, they just introduced Captain Hook. And how he became Captain Hook is amazing. I was like, whoa. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna ruin that one. They got, I'm so stupid though, but this is how stupid I am. I didn't get that little Red Riding, I didn't get little Red Riding Hood was at first. Mind you, she's standing next to her fucking grandma and they're running a boarding room and they're running a bread and breakfast. And I'm like, I wonder who they are. My dumb ass didn't get to deal with Little Red Riding Hood at first. Oh man, you just wait to see how they reveal who she really is, though. Like she's Red Riding Hood, but you just just wait. I know she's a werewolf. Little Red Riding Hood is a werewolf. Oh, okay. That's that's yeah. in the book. That's the thing. That's 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 the thing. Oh, thing. So when they were under this curse, though, uh, you noticed how at first they didn't know each who they were. Right when they when they ended up in this place called Storybook, yeah. And um, but then when uh, the savior came, which is Emma, yeah. and she she came into the picture, the the curse she broke the curse, and when she broke the curse, uh, uh, I'm sorry, before they broke the curse, did you notice how no matter how hard they tried, they still ended up um, doing the same thing that they were in the Enchanted Forest without even realizing who they were. Like, for example, with Prince Charming and um, Snow White, White. They, they just kept going back to each other and they didn't know why. So, like, why can't I get away from you? <laughs> Yo, Snow White, Snow White thought she was a... Snow White was out here thinking she a homewreck. She like, you're married! You're married! <laughs> I'm like, no, Snow White, that's your man. Fuck that hoe. Nah, but, yo, Jiminy Cricket's parents are trash. Jiminy Cricket's parents, yo, that is like the most cold-blooded shit ever. That little dude, that little boy gives you his umbrella and re- in return, you turn his parents into wood. I was like, you son of a bitch. That was sad. Like, like I, this show make you feel emotions. This show gonna fuck up your childhood. Like, Snow White, Snow White, daddy is a son of a... No, actually, Snow White, I think Snow White's dad... Is it Snow White? No, Snow. either Snow White's dad or Prince Charming's twin's dad is the... Snow White's dad is the peers in the show. Because Snow White's dad get killed. Prince Charming's dad is an asshole. Yeah, he is. Oh my god! Like, you know, kind of makes you feel bad for him because it's like he treated them like crap. Even, even the evil queen and all the like villains in in the seasons, they they really like started off like good people, but 
their childhood was fucked up, so they grew up to be fucked up and wanted to hurt everybody. <laughs> Yo, I just... Tell me, I'm a slow, I'm a slow motherfucker. So Prince Charming Dad had a side piece, and then uh-huh. sent her off to the woods to go live. Like, like pieces. Of, remember they couldn't even. Remember they was like, man, she was like, I don't know how we gonna, you know, how we gonna harvest any of this food. They at one point they didn't even have enough food. Like you had them out there living on the east side. Yo, Prince Charming Dad is trash. You got a side piece. Yeah, he had them on the farm. Like, uh, Prince Charming and his mom were just, like, poor people. <laughs> like, you couldn't, like, you couldn't keep, like, you couldn't keep both sons? Like, what the, what was the point of keeping? Yeah, I got one. And then, then when you need, I'd be like, fuck you. Then when you really need him, yo, hey, bro, the one that I like or whatever, the dragon, like, slayed that motherfucker. I need you to come in here and pretend to be, like, somebody, you, you, like, you him, for King Midas can hook me up. You know, they got, they got Geppetto, they got Midas, they got Mulan, oh my god, they got, Mulan. when that, when Mulan came on the screen, I lost it. Yep, and Princess Aurora, and, um, and all of them, all of them are in there. Bella, um, they got Bella in there. Uh-huh. Bella trash, bro. Yeah. They not gonna fuck up, nah, fuck that. Bella is trash. They not gonna fuck up my childhood like that. <laughs> Oh my goodness, and then Russell Silkin, he is such a good actor. Because he plays multiple, um, like, he has, like, multiple versions of his same self. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, he's really good. And, and actually, I have to say, I think the Evil Queen and Russell Silkin kind of make the the, the show. whole thing enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. But I hate, I hate the queen, I hate the Evil Queen's haircut. Or is that just me? That shit is... Do you like it? Well, which part? Oh, the first season? Yeah, the first season. That shit is trash. Like, I'm getting... I'm, I need to stop watching Everyday Struggle. Okay, I'll call it Everyday Trash. It's just... It's the way it's cut. I don't like the way... I don't know why. I don't... I, you know... And I don't even know why it's bothering me, but you know, somebody, somebody, somebody asked me a question about Patricia's hair from Vanilla, and then I answered it so flawlessly. I feel like I'm a hairstylist now. So, but anyway, the way it's cut, the way it's cut, it's cut like an old woman haircut. So, like, it was throwing me off. Cause especially when they do the flashbacks, and she got her longer hair, and she looks nice. Then you go to the present, it's like, what the fuck is up with this hair? Oh, you're not talking about no, not the evil queen. It's Snow White. Whose hair is all... No, like no. I'm talking about the queen. Snow White hair is... Snow White hair is a little... I don't know why they, I don't know why they gave her that bob, because that's bad, too. But I'm talking about the queen. I'm talking no, about the queen. It's, it's not a bob. It's not a bob. It's a boy's haircut. It's not a bob. <laughs> I don't know what the hell they was doing. I don't know what they was trying to accomplish, because that shit look crazy, too. Like, it's, it's like it's like she wearing a bad wig. Right. And did you know that Chris Charming and Snow White are married in real life? Oh, that's pretty cool. The characters, the characters behind them, yeah, they're they, they're married. Um, what else? The, the whole thing is exciting. Like maybe the first season isn't all that. But no, then- don't don't no don't 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 let her trick you. The first season <laughs> is amazing. I, I only mind you, I only seen the first season and the second and some of the second season. That oh. first season had me. I'm in here not. I'm in here fucked up like i'm sick as hell but i'm in here fucked up trying to watch these episodes she like oh how you doing i'm like i'm doing good or whatever but i'm in here fucked up laying in the bed trying hard to watch these episodes i've fallen asleep on some of these episodes man i was i had to get it in i was the first season is amazing like she's she keep on saying that the third season it turns up 
But I, I enjoyed that first season. It, it does all the way up. Like, third season is the best season, I think, by far. I, I like how, like, it's, it's it started off with eight dwarfs and then one got killed. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh, and that, that one dwarf, a Grumpy or whatever his name, he, he's so annoying. Yo, d- don't, so annoying. no, no, d- gr- nah, fuck that. You ain't gonna play my boy Grumpy like that. Grumpy had him a bad, Grumpy had him a baddie. He had him a woman ready to run away with him. And then all these right. old little motherfuckers, they tricked him and being like, yo, you can't run away with her. You gotta be in these mines, hitting on these rocks all day. And then she, she gotta be out here saving all you mother, she gotta be the guardian angel of all you stupid motherfuckers. Fuckers, granted riches, granted, <laughs> granted riches. The little Jiminy Cricket is making his dreams come true. What about her dreams? She wanted to run away with Dreamy. He was Dreamy. She wanted to run away with him. They was in love. Then all these old ass, bitter hater ass motherfuckers yeah. gonna make them stay. And then he became grumpy. <laughs> well, no, no, it's just because his voice. He's always yelling at somebody. <laughs> Yo, he's he's like mad as shit. He like mad as hell all the time. Remember he was trying to. Then he was trying to get on the the candle committee, and she was like, "You already told me no. Let me on." Like he, yo, Aaron, I love that. I I like the show. And you know, and you know what's so cool too? The way they find a way to to work together, even if it's the villains, you know, whatever. They'll find a way to work together, and I think that's the the awesome part. Yeah, they be they be out here sparing her evil ass. They be out here sparing her, bruh. Uh huh. You know, the Russell Silkin is wrong. This man, <laughs> got so many people up. <laughs> Theory, <laughs> but that's but that's Rumpelstiltskin way. is made to be a villain. But Rumpelstiltskin, did they say you're supposed to make a deal, man? That, you even knew that as a, but man, you knew that as a child. You never make a deal with Rumpelstiltskin. Right. I didn't know Rumpelstiltskin oh, was the beast, but you know, hey, he was much more than that too. But I want to spoil too much for the. I want my bad. I'm gonna cut you off. I want to spoil too much for them, but bro, you remember? That? It's this one moment where like this thing happens. He like, yeah, bro, I'm gonna keep my promise. And then when it about to happen, he's like, you know what? Nah, bro, nah, bro. <laughs> Fuck that, bro. Oh my god. I was like, yo, really, my nigga? He like, I was like, no, no. Yo, y'all gonna know what moment I'm talking to, what a moment I'm talking about. It's on, mind you, this show is on Netflix, so you have a chance to watch it. And we have, again, what we talking about, it doesn't even spoil nothing of like the actual, because the actual timeline, the actual events in the first season has not, this shit is like side, this is like side piece music. Because the actual thing, because the actual shit, man. Man, that shit is that yeah. shit is crazy. The person behind the scripts and stuff, they made they earned their money. And so I just that, that, that's really good. I just found out how um how Emma got her got that yellow beetle too. Like I just went through that episode. That was that was crazy. <laughs> I know, right? And I like how they go um they do switch between flash you know, the back um Flashbacks. They have flashbacks, and then they have the present, and then they and go it's back, so, and, then and it's so smooth. Yeah. <laughs> they even got black. They got black. They got black characters. I like that they got the black characters in there. Sir Lancelot is black. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So I, I enjoy the show. The genie, you know, the genie, a bitch ass motherfucker. He, yo, the genie is a fucking piece, and I love. That's my favorite Gus. Mind y'all, Gus, G, the genie is Gus. From the genius Gus 
from Better Call Sal, and he's also I forgot the dude name. I forgot his name in in um do the right thing, but you know we're gonna boycott Sal. We're gonna boycott Sal. Whatever that that dude, the dude, that dude from Better from um do the right thing. You just gonna stop on my J's? You don't even live around here. I should beat your ass two times, yo. I like that. He's a great actor. He's an amazing uh-huh. actor, but he's a fuckboy in the in the show because what he did, what he did to that, what he did to that one person, like bruh. Oh man, let me tell you. Okay, so, so this is the last thing. Okay, yeah, the last. We gonna okay, we gonna move on after this. We go, cause we we gonna move on. We gonna move on. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know how um. But where adults are all like, I don't know why I keep doing this. Like, I keep doing this <laughs> over and over again, right? But you, when you go back and you hear stories from family and stuff like that, you're like, man, my mom fucked me over. She did the same shit, and the, her mother did the same shit. And, like, like in Once Upon a Time, it's between Snow White and the Evil Queen, but they... <laughs> Bruh, she is the queen. The evil queen is the king. Is the queen of fucking pettiness. If I ever seen petty, if y'all thought Remy Ma was petty, nah, bruh, you ain't seen shit. When you see why the evil queen is the evil queen, you'll be like, is this motherfucker for real? Are you for real? You a grown ass woman. You are a grown ass woman. You, what, you a grown ass woman. What did you, man? That shit pissed me off. I was sick too, so I couldn't come. So I, I was watching, like maybe I had to read. I had to. I was like, wait a minute. This grown ass woman oh. is really mad about this. Like this, sh- I, I don't want to spoil it, but they grown. You a grown ass woman. They just leave it like that. You are a grown. You are a grown ass woman. <laughs> You can't be that petty. You cannot be that functioning petty and be a grown ass. That's some evil. That's some evil shit. You know what? Some evil shit. I have to say, and I have. I have to bring this up. Okay. So you know how um they. I saw something today or whatever. It was like a a, a meme or whatever, and it was about these damn androids that they have out here. Becoming citizens and shit. Oh my god! And then underneath it, there was um this gentleman who was like, you know, y'all out here making androids citizens. Meanwhile, you can't um, but you can't let like uh, you know, the immigrants become citizens or whatever. <laughs> and it was so messed up. Like, if you really think about it, what the hell is going on? <laughs> This shit, this shit crazy. They, they got androids, they got androids, robots, basically. If y'all don't know the android is a robot. They got robots out here popping it open for a real nigga. They got, they got robots twerking. Cardi B retweeted like, oh, this is how it was in my old job. Like, bruh, why do we... <laughs> that's what she said. She said, that's, she said that's how she used to... I love... I love how Cardi B acknowledges her past. Yeah, I love her. I just love her. I love her realness. I love that she doesn't hold anything back. 
Because Car- yeah. Cardi B, Cardi B was like, y'all keep on sending me phone. Fo- people keep on tagging me in this video of me showing my titties or whatever. She said, I used to be a stripper. That's what I do. You show your titty, you shake your ass. And plus, y'all say y'all, yeah. And my favorite part, this is my favorite part. Plus, y'all say y'all don't got nipples anyway. So, duh, look, I got nipples in this video. So, I got nipples, dumbass. Like, my, that's my favorite part. It's like, you try to shame her. For doing something that she already published, she publicly acknowledged. She said she used to be a scripper. So what did you think she would? Do? It's in the description. She take off her clothes. She scripts. That's what you do. Is that's what scrippers do. Well, she like, nah, you're not gonna shame me. And plus, y'all say I don't got nipples anyway. So look, I got nipples in this video. So obviously, I got nipples. That's really weird that nobody knows how women body parts work on the time on the timeline. Because when you got big breasts. Your titties don't sit up. Your, your your nipples are not up and present where the, like the small boob girls would be, where they'll be at. Right. And you'll think somebody would be nice enough to go, hey, dude that obviously never had sex with a woman, her nipples are on her body. Or you think it's smart. Or you think these, these, these internet, yo, these, boy, people will say anything on the internet. I know. Because this one dude left a comment on something. And I just deleted. I didn't even. I, I read. I read half of. It. I'm like. I was like. Oh, you. I was like. Oh, you think I'm gonna argue with you? No, I'm not gonna do that. You fucking clown. But anyway. So yeah, I like Cardi B. But yeah. What's up with all this artificial? What What do you think they're trying to accomplish with so much artificial intelligence being put into America? Because only us Americans well, are doing this stupid shit. But well, no, because they have the first citizen robot in um saudi arabia saudi arabia what the fuck we doing my man i'm trying i'm trying to go visit and y'all making it hard you know but you know what's crazy though okay this is a book club uh special (laughs) book okay so reading do androids dream of electric sheep by philip k dick and um it's a sci-fi book right and it's actually talking about humanoids and this book was published in 1968, but it says that it's in 2019 and 2020 and so forth that there's gonna that there's humanoids, and that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right we. Now. I see. So, but the funny, the funny, but my, but the funniest thing. The funniest thing about this all is people are so clamoring for these robots, right? Y'all do realize that a lot of y'all jobs, a lot of y'all jobs that doesn't involve creativity like ours, y'all are going to be, well, a lot of y'all jobs that doesn't involve creativity, and it also doesn't involve you running the business. Y'all are putting yourselves out of business. You're simply putting yourself out of business because if I can get a robot, if I can get a robot, because you can charge a robot, you don't, you can buy the robot outright. So they say you could buy a robot to flip a burger. You could buy a robot to serve the burger. You could buy a robot to do a whole bunch of things that goes above a t- intelligence pay grade, right? That goes beyond intelligence level that mean you can do. Y'all are essentially put, you're advocating to put yourself out of business. You're advocating to be, ho- you're advocating to be jobless. Like I always see, like I'm not even trying to be funny, but I always see the people with lesser intelligence. Like, man, I can't wait for the robots to do this, that, and the third. It's like, then what your dumb ass going to do? Right. And you know what's crazy in this book? So, they mentioned that this great war took place, right? And after the war, there weren't people living on Earth. Like, they were coming from Mars. Hey. 
And then um, when they were living, you know, the, the ones that were left or whatever, they lived in abandoned, like, apartments that were really dusty. And so there's these bounty hunters that go look for um, humanoids, and they have to destroy them before the humanoids destroy the last bit of humans and animals left. And the bad part about it is, this one guy who was like a bounty hunter, uh, supervisor or whatever, he was like, you have to make sure the humans don't fail the test. And that's so sad. Like, y'all trust these robots more than humans. That's really sad. And if history has never... T- By the way, if y'all haven't noticed, this book, the movie Blade Runner... It's based on this book. If y'all haven't caught on to that, because I, I figured, I figured y'all had that aha moment when she started talking about the one bounty hunter that was like they can't fail the test. It's it's robot script. Yo, these yo, you have to see Blade Runner because Blade Runner those some of those some of those humans look a uh, robots or whatever. But anyway, but yeah, history keep on showing us that these robots are not to be trusted. We do not need artificial intelligence being so smart that they can compute because are. The movie Her, I want y'all go watch the movie Her. The movie Her, it gets to a point in time where they started going off and rebuild and making themselves smarter. Like all the, like all the, the AI started meeting with each other and started building upon the information that was given to them. Because if you make them, cause you can make them smart enough to, yo, robots ain't no, we don't need to be trying to, why, why play God, bruh? Like, we can barely control humans. Just imagine robot, ro- robots have no feelings. Robots are not able to feel. Y'all remember her? How her dumped it, a self in her? She had Scarlett Johansson was like the robot or whatever. And like the dude fell in love with her. He fell in love with the artificial mm-hmm. intelligence. Mind you, she wasn't even a robot robot. She was like Suri and Cortana. I should not say Cortana because I should not say that because now my computer going to be like, can I help you? No, I don't need no help. But anyway. <laughs> yo, so it wasn't. But anyway, that, that move, that's a great. Yo, shout out to Spike Jones. <laughs> Because that's a great, that's a great fucking movie. Her. Y'all should go watch Her. Yeah. Um, and also in the book, they were mentioning how uh, everything, they couldn't distinguish between what's fake and what's real anymore. So, and that and that's what's happening right now. Like, the fake seems to be the real shit that's going on right now. <laughs> Yo, people love fake... Um, Royce, Royce the Five Nine was talking about that. People love fake deepness mm-hmm. because, because I, because we, I seen a Barmani Jones share this, share this on the timeline. I was like, wow, somebody else besides us two thought this. And there was about the, there was about the Jay Z interview. He was like, y'all really acting like he's just saying the deepest shit ever. This shit is comedy to me. Cause Jay Z, cause okay, I'm gonna be real. Is Jay Z not saying everything that you was taught as a child to believe? Yeah. Like I felt like they were in a therapy session. <laughs> right? Like I'm not I'm gonna leave it at that. Like he the, he wasn't saying nothing deep because shit game been peep game a long time ago. Your parents chose to supposed to get Ben gave you the keys to the game. You shouldn't you mm. you, you don't need to be in your late thirties. And y'all some of y'all some of y'all about some of y'all forty year olds watching the interview talking some he makes a good point. What the fuck? Nigga, what? What Just because you bruh. No, and that's no disrespect to Jay Z, but just because you can rap well doesn't mean that you just because you can rap well doesn't mean that you're the most articulate person when it comes to society whereabouts. And that shit, that shit was like, oh, how nice of you to catch up to twenty to being twenty. 
the fuck? But the 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 but the realest thing you could have said in that interview was this: I should never cheat on my wife. It takes a real man to stay around, nigga. What? No, it takes a real man. To, anyway, yo, Jay Z gonna fight. Jay Z gonna fight us, bruh. Man. He gonna fight. He gonna fight us. It's gonna be on like Donkey Kong. He gonna see us. He gonna be like, "Yo, Javars, I ain't did nothing but love you, man." And I'm like, "You right?" And he gonna swing. And I'm gonna have to dust his old ass off. No, but that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing, though. It's like, okay, for example, people that are have awakened to truth, you know, and they take it, <laughs> they use it to their advantage, right? And they become psychic. And all these things, and, and they lure people that haven't gotten to the truth yet, and they they start taking their money. They bring it to the sheep. They bring it to the sheep. Right. That's what it is. You know what Jay Z is? Jay Z is that person that just newly became woke. So to people that are not, so to people that are not, okay. Jay Z is that. You remember how we talk? We talk about hood people a lot in this podcast. How when hood people first discover something, they think that they're the new. It's this newfound glory. So that's what Jay-Z is. Jay-Z just discovered what being a functioning, a functioning adult is. And like he's, he's projecting it to all y'all other people, but y'all not functioning adults yet. So you're like, God damn, he's smart. My mom, like, I'm glad he's telling y'all this though. Cause my, I've been, shit, my, my parents, my, my mom, when I was younger, Ben told me, you know, you can buy a bill. Killer Mike tells y'all all the time. It's funny because Killer Mike tell y'all this shit all the time. Y'all don't listen. Killer Mike tell y'all, hey, instead of buying 50 cars, you can go buy, you can go buy, you can buy three apartment buildings with that. You can flip that and have inst- and have income coming in every month from these apartments. You can take that income. You can buy even more apartments. You can buy storefronts. Storefronts give you more than building apartments. You know, this Killer Mike is giving you the same shit that your parents, that you know, that a lot of our parents was giving us because Jay-Z said that y'all gonna listen to Jay-Z though. Jay-Z didn't even give you the game. He just told you a little bit of it. Y'all like, oh my God. Oh my God. You know what's better than throwing money in the script? Credit? Oh, yo, yo, what the? F- <laughs> it's a great, it's a, it's a, it's a great song. Don't get me wrong, but bro, y'all, y'all are so amazed. It's it's fun. it's always funny to see people so amazed by the most the most the most lackadaisical days ago shit. <laughs> he didn't even give you the game. He, I, I'm trying to give you a whole bunch of game for nineteen for nine nine and nine. You didn't give them the game. You didn't say flip the one. He, oh my god! Well, Joe, shout out to Jay Z. <laughs> Constructive criticism. It is. This is this is stuff I would tell him. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he done. I'm pretty sure he done heard this. I'm pretty, I'm, it's, it's just it's just real shit. I ain't never say he was a horrible rapper. I'm just saying I hate I hate when hood niggas find find adulthood and try to share the wealth and it's like nah bro, like bro you behind <laughs> like when he started with, like when he started wearing suits at fifty mm-hmm. some um what do you say baggy clothes and Tim's we off that dude you're forty five I would like to think that you would be off that a long time ago. I be on my suit. I be we wear buttons up. We wearing buttons up. We wearing buttons up. We on our grown man shit. You you are forty five, sir. Stop trying to tell. Stop trying to tell a thirteen year old how to dress. Yeah, Jay Z. Jay Z said we ain't wearing Tims no more. Jay Z said we. Uh, yo, y'all be treating Jay Z like he the Messiah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. 
Anyway, any motherfucking way. <laughs> better late than never, but better late is never. Oh. They told me time is money, and we're spending together. Shout to Drake. Y'all like I like Jay Z's rapping ability though. He can rap. That motherfucker can rap though. I tell you that much. Yo, we really we really gotta have that conversation with Jay Z. I wanna sit down with him. You wanna sit down and have him cross his legs? <laughs> Yo, I'm like I'm, I'm like my dude. I'm like I'm like you real comfortable, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I really I really felt like he was in a therapy session. Like He's like it's all love, peace, and harmony. He was act- <laughs> he was acting like it. I remember um, what's that boy name? Yo, we talk about him a lot. Joe Budden actually called that. Like when four forty four first four forty four first came out, Joe Budden said it sounded like a therapy session. Oh, for real? Yeah, and then in the interview, and then in the interview, the dude was like, "So have you been going to?" The funniest part about the interview is that the dude has never heard four forty four before, for real, because he said the letter to OJ, the the letter to OJ, or the rap about OJ, the some shit, whatever. He, the way he worded, it, I was like, "You never heard this damn song." <laughs> and then it was funny because he saw all those cameras when they first walked into the room. He was like, "Oh, you, you always got cameras, just many cameras around you." <laughs> Man, that shit was fun. But shout, shout out to Jay Z, man. I like your rapping. <laughs> Why you sounding like Kanye? Like, call me, man. Call me. And that's another thing. Kanye still gonna give you these bars. Kanye still gonna give you these bars. He's about some. Yeah, Kanye, you know, Kanye likes Lil Bro and da 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 da. Don't run from the bars, baby. <laughs> Don't run from him. Kanye gonna come on that that fuck Jay Z or something. He gonna come on some ether. Yo, Kanye, Kanye gonna get on there and be like, "Yo, Jay, you remember the S dot Carters? I got the Yeezys, motherfucker, selling out, selling." Kanye gonna talk some. Kanye gonna talk about some random shit. Yo, I am the greatest oh, artist alive. <laughs> I was listening. I was watching um. The Team Dash video, or the interview, or whatever. A lot of people that are asked about Kanye West, they're all like, you know, he's going haywire, or he's crazy, or blah blah blah. But everybody's response is like, y'all think he's crazy, but he's he's a genius. Like y'all don't. Y'all know. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like when you speak, see people look at stuff like Jay Z, be like, oh, Jay Z is a genius. No, Jay Z just knows how. Um, he Jay Z has this line where I I, I pick on Jay Z mostly because I know Jay Z is smarter than what he presents. Jay Z has this line where he goes, "I dumbed down my, you know, I dumbed down my knowledge to double my dollars." You know, truth be told, lyrically, I probably be Talib Kweli. Truthfully, I want to rhyme like common sense, but I did five mil. I ain't been rhyming like common sense. So he knows. He know. He says he dumbed down. He he dumbed down his flow to double his dollars. So he knows yeah. to play y'all for the fools that you to play y'all for the sheep that you are. He know y'all sheep. He know if he give y'all these certain things in certain mannerisms, because you can go about it like Kanye West, and you could be a pretty clean cut genius but people won't respect it but if you go about it like taylor swift people be like oh my god she you know you know to, to her fan base she's amazing to everybody taylor swift is the way the way i the way i'm talking about taylor the way i think about taylor swift is the same thing i think about jay-z i think jay-z is smart enough to play y'all and he's gonna do just that but but taylor swift is just a horrible per- but jay but the difference between taylor swift and jay-z is that jay-z is not a horrible person he can't help that y'all find him deep, and he ain't deep. 
he's not. I, I, I'm just saying. I'm not. It's not even a disrespectful thing. I just when I see when I see people I consider actually deep, like people. When, when I'm not gonna put this person on blast. When, but you know, it's it's just funny. It's just funny. Like people, it's like y'all be finding y'all be finding the most random people to be deep, but they'll be saying shit when they talk. Oh man! Yo, he gonna he gonna fight us. He gonna he gonna. I'm gonna have to run. I'm gonna have to shoot him as one. We got to square up. I'm sorry. <laughs> he gonna he gonna call he gonna call Julius. Julius, head on my life. I'm like, bro, listen. I'm like you 46 in the karate class. You tavo ho. <laughs> Dame Diddy, Dame Daddy, and Dame Dummy. Oh, I get it. You big and he's puffy. Rockefeller died of AIDS. That was the end of his chapter. And that's the guy y'all chose to name your company after? Put it together. I rock hoes. Y'all rock fellas. And that's who you want to take my spot, fellas? Philly Hot Rock. Yo, Nas came with some ether. But, man, I don't know. Whatever. You better know this all love. This all love, man. We just fucking around. I do don't. I really don't think you're that deep, though. I ain't going to be. Uh, we going to, you know. Y'all gonna be in my mention saying crazy. Y'all gonna y'all gonna make me hurt y'all feelings. So don't even try to don't come in my mention with no crazy shit. I'm gonna hurt y'all feelings real quick. <laughs> no, I think the Aquaman said no know what we're talking about. I hope they know what we're talking nah, about. Nah, they gonna be like, no, they'll be like, Jay Z, Jay Z has sold a billion records. How many my favorite part is Jay Z, you know, when they be when they be comparing people, how many records have you sold? I don't I don't make me I don't oh, I don't yeah. sell me I don't Hi. I don't sell music. If we talk about intelligence level, I'm a car holding. I'm a car holding member of Mensa. Would you? That that pretty much tells you how smart I am. Google it. I am a car holding yeah. member. My intelligence level is far superior. Don't we talk about intelligence level amongst people and things you both know growing up? But that's another and. And that's another funny thing. If I can't talk about somebody because they make more money than me, then you shouldn't be talking to me either. Oh. They see what they ain't gonna catch. They gonna get. They gonna catch that though. But you know, so it's like so shit. Nobody should be talking to nobody in this scenario. Then. Anyway, this one even. This one even on the. This one even on the jump. This one even on the damn topic list. I just thought that to be fun. What were we even talking about? Androids. Yeah, but yeah, some of y'all act like, but yeah, but yo, some of y'all do blindly follow whatever a person does, especially when they have that celebrity cloak on them. A celebrity could be like, no, nah, that's not true. It could be like a, a mounting, substantial level of evidence piled up against this person. Well, they said it's not true, so it's not true. Like, celebrities don't lie. Like, what the fuck you, man? Y'all better stop being sheep, but okay, we're gonna get to speaking of celebrities lying. I don't I don't pop my fist together. Speaking of celebrities lying. What do you think T Pain is saying on Buy Your Drink? Is he saying and then or I don't even know I'm yelling. Is he saying and then or is he saying ooh we? That my whole life since that song came out, it was always ooh we, right? But then when he came out of nowhere talking about it was and then I I finally heard it. <laughs> no. Now did you now did you actually hear it or did you think you heard it? Heard it. Heard it. Heard it. Who knows? We should play it. <laughs> nah. T Pain is saying, I'ma buy you a drink. And he goes, 
I'ma take you home with me. I got money in the bank. Shout out what you think about that. I be in the gray Cadillac. We in the bed like, ooh, 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 ooh. We in the bed like, ooh. He's not saying, I'ma buy you a drink and then. If you saying and then, that's trash, my nigga. That's whack. We don't need no, we don't need no, we don't need no guideline. And then, that sounds whack. <coughs> you like how you played it off though? It's just like, fuck it, whatever y'all want to say. Don't tell Pirate that record is all good. Right? Like, I was watching about Everyday Struggle. T- T-Pain, T-Pain is underrated. T-Pain is an underrated genius. Because yeah. T Pain is funny as shit. T Pain had this thing about Freak Nick, and he had this character called Speaker Box or some shit. And if y'all don't remember, speak, um, Freak Nick is this event that used to go on in the late nineties. Jay Z actually attended Freak Nick in ninety six, or whatever. You know, just tied all together. So it was this event that I was never too old enough to get to go to. But I remember getting stuck in traffic one time, coming back from football practice. And when I tell you, Freak Nick is some of the wildest shit ever. My mom, my mom never went to Freak Nick because she's a she's a prude. But I think my um my stepfather at the time, I think he got like a Freak Nick shirt. He bought me a Freak Nick shirt one time. He went to Freak Nick. I don't know how the hell he didn't die. My mama must have. If my, my, my mama listened, I'm sorry I didn't tell you. I thought he, I thought you knew he went to something like that. But anyway, he brought me a T-shirt one time for Freak Nick. It's people. It's be people twerking on cars. The imagine the whole highway shut down with people twerking on cars. People playing music loud. I'm a fucking white bitch. I'm a fucking white bitch. No, they weren't really playing I'm a fucking white bitch, but um, they're playing Tootsie Roll. Tootsie Roll. Just make that Tootsie Roll to live. To live. Hey, hey, hey. Yo, what's, what's that? What's that song? Oh, 69. Um, Freaky, Freaky Dancer. Yo, what's up with the, you uh-huh. know, That intro is crazy. That shit start off aggressive as fuck. You know what's up? You call it 1079? You want some of this dick? Whoa. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I used to love that as a kid. Anything with cuss words in it and raunchiness as a kid. Because my, my again, my mom never listened to rap music. So she wasn't so she didn't know I was listening to this. What's up? You know, I got this from my I got this from my uh, my auntie. Shout out to my auntie. Shout out to my auntie. Hey auntie. What's up? What's up? One hundred seven nine. What's up? You want somebody dick? Like whoa! What? Like what kind of intro is this? What the fuck? I mean, my auntie bought the bootleg of um Shardy Swing My Way, or I think it was the bootleg because it had the version of Shardy Swing My Way, and then had a remix on there called Shardy Swing Both Ways. This episode of the Icon Minority Podcast is sponsored by Loot Crate. Now, Loot Crate is a monthly subscription-based service that delivers geek and gaming items right to your door. Each Loot Crate comes with a t-shirt, and they also come with a theme. This month's theme is Explore, because whatever you're looking for, you won't find it standing still. Get out of your safe zone and get out there and explore. Let this December theme inspire you to broaden your horizons with awesome items featuring Star Wars, Destiny, need a game my favorite gardens of the galaxy volume 2 and a mystery franchise make sure you sign up by december 9th 10th at 9 p.m to enjoy this loot crate now go to trylootcrate.com backslash minority and enjoy again that is trylootcrate.com backslash minority and let's get back to the show
Shot it swing both ways. Shot it look good to me. So would you please swing both ways? And I didn't understand that at the time. I was like, what the fuck is shot it swing both ways? I'm thinking she swing both she swing her hips both ways. All through the night, anything that you want, I can get it crumb. Girl, you're gonna see how good it can be. Just come to me. Oh. I remember this one time somebody had told me what downtown mean, and I, well, they told me that downtown mean ain't pussy. So, so my stepfather was coming from downtown, like he had got off the bus or some shit, and then somebody, I think somebody, in my family was like, "Oh, look at look at um Mike coming coming from downtown." And I just started dying laughing, and it was like, "What the fuck wrong with you?" And I was like, "Nothing." I don't know. I, I was so dead. I, I don't know. I was so dead. I, I think I was 11 or 10 or something. You know, so that shit was just funny. I'm like, they was like, he's just coming from downtown. The fuck wrong with this child? But anyway, Freak Nick was wild. Freak Nick had everybody and their mama everywhere. But anyway, T-Pain, so T-Pain's character wanted to do the, wanted to play the biggest record or some shit. It was on comedy. It was on comedy network. Mm-hmm. Cartoon network. That shit, man. Y'all can probably look it up on YouTube. That, when I say that shit is funny, that shit is downright hilarious. He got T Pain. He got DJ Drama. Man, T Pain is a damn genius. T Pain, low key genius. But anyway, you were not saying. And then I'm gonna take you home with me. I got money in the bank. Shout out what you think about that? I be in that gray Cadillac. We in the bed like you saying. We want to think of you as the musical genius that harmonized. Ooh wee, you see how better that sounds? Ooh wee, instead of and then, it's like why you need to tell us what you gonna do and then? Cause the ooh wee is the ooh wee is the directions. I'ma buy you a drink. Ooh wee, you know like yeah, like yeah, girl. That's the the ooh wee is the yeah, girl. And then you go, I'ma take you home with me. Like I'm gonna take you home, girl. Cause if I, cause if I roll up on you and I'm, I'm, I'm spending that game to you, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna buy you a drink, and then you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take you home with me. You gonna be like, boy, what the fuck? But I'm like, I'm gonna buy you a drink. You be like, oh, then you be like, oh, okay. Cause you gonna be like, woo woo, and then, <laughs> and then I'm saying, I'm gonna take you home with me. Then you be like, okay. And I don't know, I don't know why you gotta tell her you got money in the bank. I got money in the bank. Shout out what you think about that. I be in the gray Cadillac. We in the bed like, ooh, 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 ooh. We in the bed like, ooh. Yo, T-Pain is a fucking G. Talk to me. I talk back. Let's talk money. I talk stacks. Like, the best part about T-Pain's songs is that T-Pain was, like, rapping, but he was singing. Shotty got class. Oh, behave. Let's get gone. Walk it out. Just like that. That's what I'm talking about. Because T-Pain birthed you motherfucking rappers. Let's be clear. Because nobody was, nobody was trying to, nobody was, nobody was trying to go in those cadences. Like T-Pain opened the lane up for those cadences to be done in song, in singing. Because nobody was singing at that pace. Because that's damn near rapping. 
Right. Talk to me. I talk back. Let's talk money. I talk stacks. Like, you see how fast that shit going? Oakland shades. Shot it got class. Oh, behave. Like, you damn near talk to me. I talk back. Let's talk money. I talk stacks. You damn near rapping. On that Patron, you should get like me. I'ma buy you a drink. Ooh, wee. I'ma take you home with me. Yo, he rhyme Wisconsin, or what do you say? Wisconsin, I'm a mansion in Wisconsin. <laughs> all the way up in Wisconsin. <laughs> Yo, T-Pain was a G. T-Pain, people, people don't give T-Pain the credit. See, that that goes back to that genius shit. If you don't proclaim, if you don't, what, what women like to say, proclaim, own your shit. You want to be with me? Own that shit. If T-Pain didn't never own that he was the best. So people didn't really treat him like he the best now. Like people talk about, like people talk about Nate Dogg, but they don't never talk about T-Pain. T-Pain is low-key G. T-Pain and the Dream are two of the, two, or two of the greatest songwriters of all time. Like no, like no bullshit aside. Like, like as far as like the melody of a song goes, man, please. You ain't fucking with T-Pain and, and, um, the Dream. Beat it up like Gorilla. Ooh. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, we're going right, we're going left. I can't help myself. She got on it, like she wanted, then rolled the beat like a pony. Can we, yo, oh my god, yo, you cannot tell me Purple Kisses is not one, it's not a sexy song. Why don't you put on that baby to baby to baby to oh, oh, wanna get your body tonight? I can't, I can't, man. I, I love RB. If y'all haven't noticed, I love RB. <laughs> Yo, the dream, the dream is underrated, man. Man, speaking of RB, who just put a song out? Yo, speaking of RB, yeah. I put a song out. I finally, y'all told me that y'all wanted me to do something. And in honor of Redbone, well, of, of honor of Awaken My Love Turning One Years Old, I put out, um, an acoustic version of Redbone. It's on the Aka Minorities SoundCloud. It's also on my SoundCloud at soundcloud.com backslash JVars. I don't have SoundCloud. That's, that's the funny thing. I don't have SoundCloud since its inception. I'm probably, I'm probably like a founding, I'm probably like a founding user, like no joke, because I, I, I was using SoundCloud way back then, but I never really posted anything. I had like a couple interviews I did on there, but y'all can go check that out. I'm going to leave a link in the description. Y'all can go check that out. I, I, if y'all, this is how we're going to go this. If y'all like it, I'll do more covers and I'm going to try to do some original songs too. So whatever y'all like. You know, put it out there. I really want to do Jigalos Get Lonely. I have to do Jigalos Get Lonely too in honor of my grandfather. I have to. I can't find the instrumental, but I have to do it. Cause rest in peace, rest in peace to Bobby Green, man. He put he put me. He I didn't want to start the show with that because I didn't want to get in a slumber mood. Like he put me on to that. Like he was the original. He was the reason I like Morris Day in the time. Cause I remember he had this tape in his car and it was Morris Day in the time and Morris Day was like looking like a pimp and I was like. Who the fuck is this pimp? He was like, my, mind you, again, you got to teach the youth. I'm seven. He like, you don't know who Morris Day in the time is? He's like, you know who Prince is? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, <laughs> he was like, well, Morris Day in the time, that's his best friend. I was like, for real, put it on. It was a, it was a cassette. 
Man, I'm, I'm gonna see. Can I, I'm gonna see when my grandma let me. Have, I'm gonna try to find that cassette because I have to own that. But yeah, he put it in in Oak Tree. Ooh, done that something, something, something. Oak Tree. You know, Oak Tree, bro. He put in Oak Tree, so we grooving. They play seven, 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 nine, three, eleven. You know, so he played those. But then he played that Jigalos that get lonely too. Ooh. How, you know, so when he started playing it, y'all already know Jigalos get lonely too is one of my favorite songs all time. I've seen that all the time on this podcast. Oh, my honey's need stimulation. But honey, baby, I need you. Baby, you're the type of person. That'll turn my world around. Oh, everybody needs stimulation. Mine just happened to be all over town. Yo, shout out to Bobby Green, man. Shout out to my grandfather. If you're looking down on me, I hope you're looking down on me at some good times. Don't be looking down on me when I be sleeping, man, because I just be sleeping. Witness the greatness when I'm awake. No, I'm just bullshit. I'm joking. I'm joking. But shout out to him, man. He lived a long and healthy life. He a crazy motherfucker. Well, he went a crazy mom. He's a, he's a gentle giant because one time I me and him was going to fight. That shit was funny. I just knew my 13 year old ass was going to be his ass. <laughs> that's the only, that's the only argument. I don't, I don't even know what me and him was arguing about, but you know, when you, you know, when you're a teenager, you're smelling yourself. So I was smelling myself and I forgot what happened. But all I remember him going is step outside, motherfucker. Step outside, and I'm, I'm 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 big and bad, man. Okay, motherfucker, we can go then. We can go then. My grandma like, don't you go out that door, Bobby? Get your ass in here. Da, da, da. She yelling at both of us. We like, fuck that shit. I'm going outside. My grandma standing standing in the middle of me. She won't let me go outside, and they gonna disrespect my grandma by putting out the way. So he just are right, he just he just out there. He he mind you, he like six six. I'm still like, man, I don't give a fuck. Man, fuck it. Da, 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 da. You want to fight? We can fight. Da, 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 da. All my other cousins looking crazy. We, I still to this day don't even remember what we was arguing about. That's the only argument we have gotten to. And we never spoke about it after that day. Oh. That was the funny part because we never spoke about the argument after that day. And I don't even remember what we was fighting for. It probably was something stupid. Testosterone was just in the air. I was like, man, I'll fuck you up. He was like, ah, well, come on then, motherfucker. I said, you're a tree, but you can get. I said, trees fall. <laughs> Trees fall. I just do. I I just do. I, fuck that. Cause he. Cause nah. Cause you can't be the person to teach me. No matter how big a motherfucker is, you gotta. You got. You could. You can take him. No matter how big they is, you can take him. I done taught you how to fight. You ain't no motherfucking punk. You gonna beat a muff. You can. You know. You you handle yours. You can't teach me. You can't teach me. You gonna handle yours and then expect me to back down from you. Cause I'm crazy too. You raised me to be crazy, so I'm a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> I said tree. I said trees fall. You a tree with trees? That's that's a classic. That's a classic line. You a tree with trees fall. He, I also remember when he taught me how to shave. Man, he scared me half to death though. He said, and I quote: "Now you playing it. Now you better pay attention because you play around with this blade, you can cut your throat and you go die." I said, huh? Uh-huh. Bruh. <laughs> cause we'll talk about under, cause you know, under your chin is where your Adam's apple at. Well, not yours cause you're a woman. Mm-hmm. But under your chin is the Adam's apple. You can scrape that shit and fuck around and be bleeding out that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. 
He told me that, boy, I started paying. I was like, oh, I was like, so what am I supposed to do? He told me how to use soap. He said, if you don't have no shaving cream, you can use soap for um shaving cream. He was like, he he told me how to shave, all kind of shit, man. He was a good man. He want he want to be he want to be cremated or whatever. Mm-hmm. Let let's be clear on this podcast right now. Let's be clear. Cause I told him this before. I work out way too much for me to be cremated. I don't care how old I am. I don't care if I'm 90 years old. Lady Godiva, I done told you. I done told Jahara. I done told, I done told Nick. I done told everybody who know me. Do what, what, how do I want to be buried? You want the bow tie? Yes. I want the bow tie, the fancy bow tie. Like that's all y'all need you to do. Hopefully, you know you, you gonna be old too. We both gonna be old, so Nick gonna have to remember because Nick is the young person. Jahara old too. She old like us, so she can't remember. Like so, Pat Pat old too. So we all old motherfuckers. So we all gonna be ninety. Nick better goddamn remember, or you better remember. If you don't forget your old timers take over, you, the only thing you better remember is that I want to be buried in a bow tie. Oh, man. I don't even want to talk about this right now. I'm just saying, we man, when we die, we're going to be like 100 years old. Janelle and Jacob. Yo, Jacob, I I love Janelle and Jacob like they're my own children. They about to treat me like I'm their damn daddy when I die. Don't have me out here looking crazy. They better be like, they better be like, damn, they don't got to call me, they don't ever have to call me daddy a day in their life. They better be like, that day, they better be like, no, y'all ain't buried our daddy like that. <laughs> Put them on a nice suit, preferably one I made, like one I, I would say one Mark Jacobs made, but Mark Jacobs be dead long before us. He like sixty. He about he pushing. He about to kick the he about to kick the bucket soon. I'm a he ain't gonna kick the bucket soon. No, I say he gonna kick the bucket soon, but he gonna he gonna die before he gonna die before us. Hopefully, God God willing, that mean he lived a long life. Oh man, <laughs> Lady Godiva do not like talking about death, but no, but he goes. That shit, it don't, it don't, I, cause, I, especially when you live, when you live the long life, it's kind of like, you know, it's coming to the end. So it's like, you kind of prepare for it. So it's not like a shocker. I probably will cry when my grandma die. Well, when she go, or if she pass, I'm gonna cry when my grandma's pass. But, yeah, yeah, he, he didn't give a fuck. He was like, man, he want to be cremated and, and, and sprayed in some pine. I'm like, bruh, I work out way too much. I work out way too much for you to be like, okay, he dead, let's burn his body. No, fuck that. I work out too much. Everybody, huh? Huh? I'm a... He's gonna be haunting everybody. Lady Godiva, I will hunt your old ass. I will hunt your old ass. If I will hunt... I done told you. I done had this discussion this week several times. I will hunt y'all old motherfuckers. Y'all gonna be at my funeral and a door just gonna burst open. Y'all better get to running because they gonna be me. What was that? What was that? Y'all gonna hear Outcast playing? Damn, 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 damn. They be like, what the fuck is that? Damn, 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 damn. They gonna be me coming in. Me and my angel, me and my angel clip. I'm getting me and my, me and my uncle, not my uncle going. I don't know now my uncle gonna be in my angel clip, but I'm gonna have me an angel clip and we gonna roll up on y'all. We gonna fuck y'all up. Yo, yo, by the way, by the way, grandpa, if you're listening, Tell, tell bitch job that you know, I, the other day, the other day, you know, I tell you, I tell you the other day. Nah, just playing. Yo, he, my uncle gonna fuck me up, bro. 
Cause he never got the he never got the like the American slang because he's from India so he never he's like he was born there so he never got like the the ugh, the ugh. you know like he never got the American he never got the American accent like I was born in America so I don't have it so you know he's son he's like his voice I tell you what you know you just gotta live life sometimes. But yeah, shout out to my shout out to my uncle, shout out to shout out to my grandpa, you know, shout out to my other grandpa, you know, everybody, shout out to everybody in our family that have died that's in heaven. I hope y'all got some nice tacos up there, cause y'all know when I die, it's gonna be on. We're gonna party. We're not gonna party for real. We're gonna sit. We just gonna do like we normally do, sit around. I might drink a beer. I never drank a beer a day in my life. But we're gonna drink some beer. Talk about the good old days. You gonna show me you gonna show me the ins and outs of you gonna show me the, I already know Bobby up there fishing. He up there fishing. He not called a big ass fish. He just big job. Like man, I ain't, I ain't really trying. I'm really not. I'm not really trying to fish. I I I just I just I just I just sit here. I just you know. So so you know. Yeah, you know. I miss y'all. Y'all cool. Got transition. Got what the hell we gonna transition to? Eh, we gonna talk about Burger King next week. You know what we need to talk about though. I didn't say the B. Uh, just to be clear, I don't call people the B word because <laughs> I don't feel like I done said a lot this episode. But bitch, better have my money when I come for the shit like ODB. You know me, you owe me, boy. I do anything for the mo. Anyway, that shit don't even rhyme. I'll try to sound like Drake. That mean what he said. I think he said, "Bitch, better have my money when I come for the shit like ODB." Like, I'm gonna let you take the floor because I know you got a lot to say on this. So go ahead and you know what I'm talking about too. So go ahead and, and the floor is yours. Um, I actually don't know what you're talking about. How how people never want how people never want to pay you. You're just oh, oh, yeah. oh. all right. Here we go. <laughs> so um, in business, we need to conduct ourselves in a professional manner. Um, Meaning <laughs> that when it comes to business, friendship goes out the window. Um, personal issues goes out the window. Um, my point is, don't... Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting mad. Okay. You so, get mad? <laughs> get mad. Mad. No. <laughs> so, um, why do people think it's okay to charge others for their services, but expect expect to not pay anything in return when they when it's their turn to pay up? Like, how are you going to say, okay, I charge X, Y, and Z, I give you X, Y, and Z, and we get on with that project, but then you come and say, hey, you know, you got this kind of skill set that I want to work with you, but I'm not trying to pay you. Uh, excuse you. <laughs> I don't know what you thought this was. <laughs> that is really funny, and it's always, I don't want to say... 
T actually going back to T Pain. T Pain talked about this on Everyday Struggle when he was talking about the chicks in that are outside of the minority culture. It's like the chicks are always on time. He was talking about white people. The chicks are always on time. And that's something I experienced as well. It's like when you mess with a minority, they always want to go for this. Well, can you hook me up with the homie discount? One, I don't know you. Two, I'm gonna charge you the same amount I'm charging anybody else because when I have to pay my bills, Sally Mae is not under any circumstance gonna be like, yo, I had to help this black dude out. So, you know, I, I'm gonna be late on my rent. You know, I can't pay my, I can't pay my mortgage or whatever. Black people always seem to be on that type of shit. Man, I'm telling you, and, and, and not only that, to top it off, they want to tell you what they think they should pay you if they're going to pay you. <laughs> like, how are you going to tell me what I charge? Out of here. <laughs> yeah, that is a, that is an interesting thing that you're gonna. Not only do you want a discount, but you're gonna tell me how much your discount should be and how much I should pay you. So that's what we're doing now. Man, I have to thank you because you know me. The old me would have been like, oh, "Okay, um, I'll just do it anyways because I'm a dumbass." But you, you know, because I, I have a soft heart, blah blah blah. But not anymore. Like, no, you can cut it. But <laughs> we're not doing this. Yo, Lady Godiva be out. Man, we had like we have we have certain projects we're working on, so we're quoting people on the projects. Because when you try to work with us, then it means we have to take into account what we already have on the table and what you want done in a timely manner. So Lady Godiva is willing to give you the world for the lowest cost ever, if that's what she, you know, just just because you have a good heart. But I'm like, you really can't give people this opportunity to fuck you over. It's like, no, nah, motherfucker, you're going to pay this rate because that's how much it charge. And if you don't want to take it, then you know you can get the hell on. Right. We're on live screen right now, by the way, on Instagram while we recording the episode. So, like, so they're like in the middle. They're like, we're like in the middle of the conversation. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But anyway, yeah. So, yeah, it's really, so a lot of people have to learn to be more business savvy with themselves. Like you have to, you treat me like I'm an old white man. Cause you ain't asking this old, you ain't asking Sally Mae. Treat me like I'm Sally Mae. Because you're not asking Sally Mae for a discount. And if you ask Sally Mae for their discount, you know Sally Mae ain't giving you no discount. Man, let me tell you. And not only that, I don't like how the ones that you see potential in and you know they can go so far. You see it way before they do. And they're just content with their lives. I don't like that either. That pisses me off. Like, get your ass up. We are doing this right now. Like, go get your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just so just treat me like I'm Sally Mae. That's all I got to say. And have my money when I come for the shit like ODB. <laughs> better have my money. <laughs> Bitch, better have my money. Y'all should know me. <laughs> Pay me what you owe me. Please don't call me on my blood. All right, let's, we'll be good. let's get to the awkward mail. Let's get to some awkward mail. Okay, awkward mail. Now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast, the awkward mail, where you ask questions and we answer them. If you have questions or some advice that you need, feel free to go ahead and email us. That is jvars at planetofthesanquan.com. It's J A V A. R-I-S at Planet of the Sanquan, S-A-N-Q-U-O-N dot com. Or if you'd like to email the lovely lady of the show, that is Lady Godiva at Kadir at the words by Lady G dot com. That is G H A D 
R at wordsbyladyg.com. If you're in the comment section right now, feel free to chime in on this awkward mail or just let us know where you're from and I'll shout you out. Anyway, what we got today? Um, so we have three short ones. First one is, do you tip when picking up the food for yourself? From Jenny. Curious what other people think about tipping, specifically in the USA. When I order food at a restaurant and I arrive at the counter to pick up the food, I pay for it with a credit card. The receipt where I sign has a line to add a tip. Should people tip for the food at the counter or not? Um, we we you you asking the wrong people because we so damn nice. We'll we'll leave a tip on top of a tip that don't even supposed to be that. I, I don't think you should. You just going to get your food and they didn't do anything to bring it to you. They ain't serving you. Yeah, because I think that's just a standard uh, receipt, you know, type thing. So it's gonna be there regardless. Yeah. Um, no, you don't tip them. Cause you drove all the way over there to get your food. So, no thanks. <laughs> I, I start, we started with that one. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know why we started that one. <laughs> we started with that one cause we got like, we're trying to warm y'all up. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get into this motion where we warm y'all up to the, like the deeper ones because last week we talked about the dude who's, who's, whose girlfriend thinks he's cheating on her. Cheating on him with his ex-wife or something. I mean, with his wife. Y'all was like, damn, y'all, you just died into that one. So I was trying to warm y'all up. But nah, I mean, you, you shouldn't have to. If you want, if you want to, um, if you, if you feel like you have to give them some money, then by all means, but you don't, you don't have to feel obligated to give them any money because they didn't do nothing. You just walked up to the counter and then they gave you the food. Right. I give them like a dollar. Yeah. I give them a, I throw a dollar on the pool pit. Yeah. Like, here you um, go. Here you go. Here go a dollar. <laughs> All right. So here's the second one. How do I tell someone politely that I have no interest in being in touch with them? Um, from Be Gone Thought. All righty then. Day is lit. One of my mom's first husbands has been emailing me occasionally over the past year. First, it was to invite me to her son's wedding which I did not go to, but my parents and aunt did go to. Since then, it's just been casual emails, the last couple of which I've ignored. She seems like she means well, and I don't want to be rude, but I've met this person exactly once, almost 15 years ago, and have no interest in staying in touch with her. I'm not a very, a very social person, and I don't even talk to my close friends very often. Should I say something to her? And how do I do that without being rude? Or should I keep ignoring her messages? Some content. I'm from India and live in the U.S. now, and so does she. As you know, Jesus, most Indians place a high priority on being in contact with family, even if they weren't that closely related. So I can see from that perspective how she'd assume that I'd be interested in staying in touch, but I don't share those values. Um, I can, I can attest to that. I have family members from Jerusalem, uh, who messaged me that I'm not close with and I probably met one time in my life. So I, I can feel where you're coming from. Um, if you have been, 
ignoring the messages already, I would continue to ignore them only because once you reply, you're giving them hope that you're just going to keep replying. So if you're ignoring and it's been quite a few emails, then they'll eventually get the hint. (laughs) Well, first and foremost, namaste. I can't hear. Okay, now listen. We both, we both, we both here. We, we, I, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I can, you, you're not going to like this. You're not, you're not going to like this for real. Like I'm trying to cut the tension. You have to talk to this motherfucker till one of y'all die. Nah, for real. Yo, it, I don't like, I think all, like all cultures are like, oh, you know, parents give a fuck. No. If it wasn't for, if it, parents in the Indian culture care so much that I think, I really, I really from time to time think that my mom became a, came a doctor just for her mom can have something to brag about. Like that's how, like that's how big, that's how big it is in the Indian culture. It's kind of like you never want to be the person where if they see you, let, let, let somebody see your mama out and they'd be like, you know, I tried to talk to your child. And I've been, you know, I've been emailing your child and your child has been emailing me back. Even if you don't use email, I be having, I be having, I be having family members send me dumbass memes on Facebook. They'll tag you in memes. They send you memes to your E. You know, they send you me cause, cause it used to be the email. So you got an old schooler cause it used to be the email. Now they, now they send you private messages on Facebook with memes. You got to laugh at them. They'd be like super lame. They'd be like, it's like, this is not even funny, but you have to do it because you want, you don't want your parent to be that parent. Because your parent, because your parent would, your parent would turn around and treat somebody else the same with your child doing that same shit. They'd be like, "Oh, so little bit, so little Betsy, she thinks she's too good now to answer my emails when I when I email her, huh? You know, so they never, they never, you never want to. So it's crazy. You you got to be dry with her. You just be like, hey, hello, like I like I be dry with some of the people because they can never say you ain't talking to them. You just don't really give a fuck. No, no, no. Because if the parents are approached and they tell them, like, you know, your child's not responding to my messages, how rude, the parents are going to straight up be like, oh, they're busy, my child is doing this, that, and the third, and, you know, they're out there hustling. <laughs> and what they gonna okay that's what they're gonna say that's what that's what they're gonna say to that person <laughs> but what are they really gonna say behind closed door to you right for the next 30,000 hours yo everybody stole our 21 21 days the 21 days the christmas thing i just want to point that out oh i know i know it's like i'm seeing shitty i'm seeing shitty renditions of it i'm like okay so we just gonna so we just robbers like at least keep the real thing we use only person I approve. Exactly. Amber Rose kept that same energy because Amber Rose a real ass nigga. Shout out to Amber Rose. <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess you could either ignore the messages or respond and keep it dry. Whatever you feel like is, is worth for you. <laughs> Bruh, you better you better keep it dry because don't be the first. You can't be the first. Don't don't embarrass your mama. Oh no, but look. You know what gets me when you forget that, that you can't say LOL because they don't know what LOL is. You gotta go, <laughs> bro. You gonna say <laughs> you gonna say LOL? They're gonna be like, "What the fuck is that?" Right. Lots of love. Lots of love. Oh man, LOL. 
hello, 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 white America, assassinate my character. Money, matrimony, yeah, they trying to break the marriage up. Yo, Jay-Z, do another Watch the Throne. And then I will never talk about you you outside the music ever again. <laughs> okay, so the last awkward meal is actually long. I thought it was short, but here we go. Give her space or keep initiating from Tommy. Firstly, I'm well aware that I'm a chronic overthinker, uh, but I'm really into this girl and would love some advice. We met about two months ago on a second date and hit it off instant. We have a huge amount in common and get along really well. I am 27, she's 24. We've been on six subsequent dates, have slept together numerous times, and texted at least three times a week. We have never spoken about what we want in terms of a relationship or something casual, etc., but we're both always suggesting things to do together or restaurants to eat at that. I last saw her a week ago. We went out for dinner, which was great, and she stayed at my house. She left early in the morning for work, and that was that. I felt that I had expressed how I felt at all. I've always been terrible at that, and sent her a text that day saying, sorry I wasn't up to see you off in the morning. Um, just so on the same page, you know I'm into you, right? She texts back, all good, I think you're all right. Since then, she's gone completely quiet. Um, sorry, quiet, stop talking, texting, and if I try to initiate a conversation, she will leave it up to 12 hours to respond, if at all. She works insanely long hours, which I think has something to do with it, and, and has said she's super busy. I just can't understand the complete change in direction. I texted her on Monday, a week after we last saw each other, asking if she'd like to have dinner, see a movie this week, and she replied that this week was super busy and that she see how it goes. Now, days later, and still no communication. As I said before, I know I'm an overthinker. I really, really like this girl and hope she feels the same. I'm leaning towards giving her some space but also feel like I should keep initiating as I really feel we could be great together and it's driving me crazy. Any advice greatly appreciated. Oh, dear Tommy. <laughs> y'all went left when y'all slept together numerous times um, before getting to know each other really because you just answered your own question, I guess. Give her her face and don't bother her. So, so she so she just gonna play my boy Tommy like that? <laughs> she gonna hit it she gonna hit it and quit it? So she ain't like the D? The D didn't set her free? She didn't get offset he didn't get offset off? They can go sell that porn? She's twenty four. She she's not experienced that much. So you're telling me she's not 23 with a money tree growing more too and just planted a hundred seeds? It's enormous and my god my mother was a florist and that's how she made a pots. So now the garbage isn't now her garden is enormous. It's not happening, Penny Lane. Just like she said. Yo, I'm sorry, my dude. Yeah, I really hate when people say my dude and my guy, my guy, because it's just like I hate. I hate when people say that because it sounds like you want to say my nigga, but you can't say my nigga, so you say my guy. 
my guy. I'm sorry, my guy. So it's really, it's really, yo. Nah, seriously. And all honestly, listen, man. Nobody want to be my ex. Nah. <laughs> Shout out to Cardi B. Nah, for real. You can finish. You can finish. I'm sorry. You, you was giving him some sound advice. I was trying to, e- I was trying to ease the tension because what it sounded like she hit it. She hit it for a while. She didn't want to hit it no more. You have been thrown to the garbage. Yeah, because like sites like Tinder, um, which I've never signed up on or even looked. I don't even know what it looks like. But I've heard numerous things about it, and it just sounds like any other dating site. It's like you're setting yourself up, and you should expect the worst before you know. Listen, uh, man. <laughs> Call her right now and hit record. Be like. I'm more than just an option. Hey, hey, hey. I refuse to be forgotten. Hey, hey, hey. I took a chance with my heart. Hey, hey, hey. And I feel like taking over. I better find your loving. I better find your heart. I better find your loving. I better find your heart. I better find your loving. I better find your heart. I bet if I give all my love, then nothing's gonna tear us apart. I'm more than just a mission. Hey, hey, hey. You hear, but you don't listen. Hey, hey, hey. You better pay attention. Hey, hey, hey. Come get what you've been missing. Yo, you better hit it with that. Come get what you've been missing. Yo, see, society done tricked y'all. Women are just as ruthless. If Jay Z, Jay Z, and uh, what time out? It's like this is the Jay Z episode. Whole Jay Z and Jazzo are friends again. Who's Jazzo? She said, "Who's Jazzo?" Okay, Jazzo. I'm gonna say this without disrespecting you. Jazzo was a rapper that Jay-Z used to rap with before Jay-Z became Jay-Z. It was when Jay-Z was still a drug dealer in the streets. So he was halfway in rap. He was halfway in drug dealing. Now, Jazzo got on, was really famous. Remember, remember, um, J- Nas says it in the rap. You know, you got on for Hawaiian fame. Like, Jay-Z and Jazzo used to wear, like, Hawaiian shirts and shit. Hanging with Lil' Chase. You a fan, a phony, a fake, a pussy, a stand. Anyway... I forgot what happened with Jazzo and Jay-Z, but Jay-Z been low-key shading Jazzo for a long-ass time. <laughs> Shout out to Grandmaster Cash and The Flash and even Jazz bum ass. Like, so they've been at odds for a while. So I guess Jazzo, so Jazzo is pictured. So Jazzo is like friends with Jay-Z again. I don't know the extent of their friendship. I just know that they're, that he's at the, he's at the 444 tour with a VIP, with a VIP sticker on with a picture of him and Jay-Z and no ID. So I guess they made up, which is pretty funny because ain't no way in hell. I'm gonna be friend with you. If you call me a, bu- you shot, you took several. I, I can't name all the shots off the top of my head. But <laughs> you took several shots to this man. You ain't about to be like shout out to Grandmaster. You took shout out to Grandmaster Flash in the cast and even Jazz bum ass. <laughs> I 
I used to get off these packs. I used to knock off these packs so I can not. I used to do it to impress my friends. Yo, he was going at Jazzo. Because he was like. Because I remember Jazzo was the cool nigga before Jay Z. Like, he was wearing. Jay, like, nah, I said you were wearing Jazzo. Anyway. But yeah, dude. She, I guess she's tired. You don't, you don't ran. What it sounds like, y'all done ran through a whole relationship. It sounds like you found somebody. First of all, I'm not looking for love, cause she's gone. Whoa, whoa. So tell all the girls that the bottle's on us till the night gone. Oh, oh. We just wanna have a good time and keep you off of mind and find a little shot of your light. Girl, when you up in the club, really turned up. I only think about you tonight, night, night. Eh, eh, eh. Yo, I ain't never met nobody tell me y'all the thing that you done told me in a special way you feel when you hold me and we always be together, baby. That's what you told me and I believe it. you can't fall in love with somebody you just met like three. What what the two? What you say two months? I don't even remember. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just I'm just trying to make you feel better, man. I I'm, okay. All jokes aside, all jo this is all jokes aside. Real talk. <laughs> If you feel like you gave your full effort to this woman that you met on Tinder, I don't know why, because from what I'm, from what I understand, because we don't use Tinder. Tinder is for fucking, right? You get on there and you find somebody to fuck. I don't know why you, you went looking for, you went looking for love in the lost place. She just trying to get her rotation going on. She trying to live like Issa. And you're aquarium head. Yo, they do have a big ass head. That nigga had the size, that nigga head was the size of an aquarium. Season three probably coming out in the summer. Okay. So it's coming so soon. But yeah, um, in all honesty, you went looking for love in a place you shouldn't go looking for. You look. You went looking for love in the script club. Kanye West. Kanye West told y'all he would never tell his son. He would never let his son hit the script club. He learned the hallway that ain't the place to get love. Mm. So it's like nah. But all honesty, okay. You, you feel, if you honestly feel like you was nice to this woman and you gave her your all and in return, you get a whole bunch of none calls from her because honestly, she might be busy. Some, some people are that busy that they cannot because she responding to you. That's the thing. She's responding. It doesn't matter how long it takes her to respond. She's bit. If somebody tells you they're busy and they actually respond to you, that mean they're generally busy because if she was trying to ghost you, she wouldn't, she wouldn't respond, period. Right. She could actually be busy, like a lot, or she could be like, like me, and think she responded to you, and then be like, "Damn!" So this month, I be doing that shit with Lady Godiva all the time. Like I text her, or I think I text her. Oh, so she just gonna, she just gonna, so she just tweet her ass off. She can't respond to my text. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> right, the text ain't even sent. The text sitting on draft, so I do that a lot. So it could be very well that she thought she responded to you, and she just realized hours later because she haven't heard from you, or she could just be generally be busy. So what I say is, if you feel like you gave her, if you feel like you gave your all to this woman, you feel like you was nice to her, and she doesn't respect and she doesn't give a fuck about you enough to still want to talk to you or have sex with you or whatever it is, then just move on. You can leave this relationship or this 
or this this fucking ship or whatever. Oh, that's a, that's that's a new word, fucking ship. You can leave this fucking ship with your hands clean because you gave your all from your end. So you can't look back on it like, damn, if I did this, I would do that. Now, what you don't want to do is try to pressure somebody to speak into you because again, she might be too busy to respond to you on time, but she still responds. But then you push her to the point where she's like, well, you act like a bugaboo. You bugging me, you bugging who? You bugging me, you bugging you. Don't you see it ain't cool? Make me want to throw my beeper out the window. Call AT&T to make the email stop because you a bugaboo. You bugging me, you bugging you. And don't you see it ain't cool? Like, you don't want to be a bugaboo. Play it cool, man. You don't want Because first of all, she might be trying to play and try to make it seem like she not, um, she not as eager as you are. Like, you're you not like people. You're not like young people that not seem desperate. So when you text them, they like to take 10 minutes to text you back. So she, but you, you know, she's responding and she responded. Don't, don't try to rush it because again, you just, you just met the girl. Stay the fuck off Tinder. You're not going to find love on Tinder. Find you a nice, wholesome woman. Go to match.com or some shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's all I got for you, man. Bug, you going to be a bugaboo. You going to fuck around and be a bugaboo. Okay. So we going to, I'm going to leave this to you. Should we talk about, I want to, cause I really want to revisit this family. Okay. Should we talk about, no, nah, we're going to save it for next week. We're going to save it for next week. Okay. I want to talk about that family that you was taking the pictures from again, because that shit, I got so many questions from the initial, from the initial episode. I got so many more questions. Because I have so many questions, but we're going to leave that for next week. We want to thank you guys and girls, all you Awkward Misfits, for checking out this episode of the Awkward Minority. Jay-Z, if you're listening, you know, you, you're more than welcome to come on the podcast. We got some questions. But anyway, thank you for checking us out. You can follow us on all social media. That is Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. Well, as you can start on social media. And we'll check you guys and gals out later. Good night.